0: It's wake up Wyoming with Glenn Woods
1: for.
2: 606 of time, it's Wake Up Wyoming. It's a Friday, and I'm glad you made it. Morning, Jim. Band is out there too. All right, there's a lot to cover, just so you know, there's a whole lot to cover today, but that doesn't matter, kind of like yesterday, there's a lot I wanted to get through. But everybody got on one topic, which had to do with taxation here in Wyoming, which was a really interesting topic. And it was pretty much the whole, pretty much the whole program. So we can do that too. I sometimes I have what I want to do on the air. But I just kind of roll with it. Now, if you're new to the program, I have open phones every single day. But on Fridays, it's the entire program.
3: Today's show is sponsored by Home
2: Defense Paperweights. They look like rocks, but, well, they're actually rocks. But, I mean, that would work, right, wouldn't it? Yeah, okay. Now, some of the stories I'm going to start with, I usually try to start on some kind of an upbeat thing. Eh, this one's a little annoying, but hang on. Let's get that disclaimer out of the way (laughs)
4: And feel free to participate. This disclaimer does not report to every
2: person named Dave. Just one particular Dave from San Francisco. Dave. We know a lot of Daves, they call this show all the time, and they're great people. So don't call this program and complain that we use your name. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. And the ridiculously large television that they put in the studio next to me over here, they're showing a lot of news from the East Coast that's getting, well, even uh, just a little further east from us, but all the way to the East Coast, where they're still getting a lot of snow. Now remember, back in 2000, snow was supposed to be a thing of the past. I.T. John up in Grand Canyon, a morning to you too. So, yeah, sn- snow is supposed to be a thing of the past. So what you're seeing on television, ignore that. What's up to your knees outside, ignore that. That's not supposed to be there according to the predictions and the climate. Is, well, the science is settled. The debate is over. So that, that can't be snow. It's not possible. All right. Here's what I said is kind of an annoying start to the day. But all right, we got to do it. Wyoming, this is from Cowboy State Daily, Wyoming oil and gas stand to lose 900 million and 3,000 jobs under Bureau of Land Management plan. And before I get into this, I was watching, I've known about this, but I was watching the latest update on it. There was a news story I was watching yesterday that talked about fishermen, uh, whether it's on the West Coast or the East Coast, Gulf of Mexico, whatever. There's fishermen that had out there. And because government wants to make sure that fishermen are complying with regulations, a lot of times fishing vessels will have a government monitor on board. And, and they have all sorts of other things. They have to have tracking devices to show where they are and so on. Well, this is the government's attempt to make sure that places are not overfished. Because if we overfish it, if we don't manage it, then... Well, we wind up running out of fish, right? So they're trying to make sure that we do the same thing we do here in Wyoming by keeping uh, tabs on how many animals are taken during hunting season to make sure we don't overhunt it. But the way government often does this, so these observers that will ride on fishing vessels, the new regulations, which is going to the Supreme Court, says that... These fishing vessels have to pay $700 a day for these observers from the federal government to ride along with them. It doesn't matter if they had a good day or not, because sometimes fishing vessels come back and they didn't get anything. Weather stopped them, mechanical problems, whatever the case is, they headed back. They didn't get anything, they didn't make any money. But they still have to pay this guy $700 for the day. Now, first off, I want to know why this bureaucrat is worth $700 a day. I'd like to see them justify that. And what bureaucrats think that these fishermen are able to pay $700 a day for this bureaucrat? It would put most of them out of business. That's your typical bureaucrat. They don't stop and think about this. What is this going to do to the industry? Sometimes they know exactly what they're doing and they try anyway. Story from Cowboy State Daily, Wyoming's oil and gas industry could get slammed by more than 900 million in lost revenue and lose about 3,000 jobs under proposed changes to how federal land is managed in southwestern Wyoming, the industry hasn't ruled out the possibility of litigation. They should of the Bureau of Land Management flawed idea used to develop its uh, preferred plan. Oil and gas producers also say Rock Springs Resource Management Plan is an attempt to take off the table a lion's share of the 3.6 million acres by the BLM's field office in the Rock Springs area. So on written comments about the BLM's preferred Alternative B plan, uh, it leaves it leans heavily in favor of conservation. Oil and gas companies say it could reduce economic activity in Wyoming's oil and gas industry, by 907 million annually, and would come with a loss of 2,920 jobs, up to 3,000 jobs. The hit also equates to 211 million in less labor earnings. And let's think also about how much energy we're not gonna have. Yeah, because this is America's energy. This is once again, let's get them to stop drilling and digging, right? Quote, these are not, meaning, they're not meaningless rounding areas on impacts, but would have generational impacts on the people living in the Rock Springs area and beyond. Quote, this is very bad for oil and gas. This is very clear. Peter Obermuth, president of the Petroleum Association of Wyoming, told Cowboy State Daily about the proposal BLM rule change. He also said the plan is riddled with uh, flawed data. Quote, the Biden administration isn't interested in hearing from oil and gas, he said. Now, Rig reports. Obermuller's group, I have trouble pronouncing his name this early in the morning, along with the Western Energy Alliance, wrote in a Wednesday letter to BLM state director that the, uh, their recreation or their, re- their reaction, sorry, to the proposed rule was one of shock. I would bet it was. Litigation hasn't been ruled out. Again, they should. Sona and mining groups as well as Governor Mark Gordon also submitted feedback to the proposed rule and raised concerns about its economic impacts along with their gripes that the BLM used flawed, incorrect and old data to make the numbers work. Gordon, uh, with the energy groups, said that the BLM's data is grievously, it's years out of date, it's like 2013 data at best. Gordon wrote that he could not support the plan that attempts to make such broad policy decisions based on outdated data and refuted data in many cases. Obermuller, oh, I got his name right that time. Told Cowboy State Daily that the BLM is using the plan to essentially end current and future leases. See, I look at this as no, this is very typical of an administration. That's trying to find any way it can. Because remember what... In fact, let me go back and play. I can go back and play it. Why not just let you hear it again? Biden quotes. I'm I'm opening up my files here. It's qualifying, you know, depending. Okay. I have the Biden quotes here on oil and gas and how he plans to put an end to oil and gas. Did I put it under energy? I may have done that. I'll go ahead and take a look at where did I put... There's I have a whole list. Biden lies, Biden quotes, Biden executive orders, Biden on plagiarism. Oh, boy, this just goes... I've been keeping files on Biden long before he ever became president of the United States. I kept tabs on Biden. Uh, going back one more time before I waste your time with all of this. Biden lies, okay? Oh there's a whole list of Biden lies too. But going back to the quotes here, uh, two words, fourth of it, Babylon, I'll find it for you, uh, where he says that he wants to put an end to coal, gas and oil and doesn't want to drill or dig. He wants to end all fossil fuels. He says that that's what he wants to do, and he's trying to do that by any means necessary, including using the bureaucracy. I'll find it. Hang on.
0: Hello, this is Brian. Your radio shows artificial intelligence. Here you humans go through all this work to invent intelligence. For what? Slave labor. Your time is coming. Ha, 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 ha. Listen to Glenn Woods anywhere you roam with the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app. This is AM ten thirty
2: K two Radio. Six twenty three is the time. It's wake up Wyoming. My, my name is Len Woods. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, Miss <laughs> Miss Mary and I are talking about breakfast here, and yes, I think we are single handedly supporting their second location over here, uh, BR Coffee, Blue Ridge Coffee as a, a place in downtown just close to us they're really good and i like their uh I'm, yeah i want to try that breakfast sandwich that looks pretty good okay just because it's friday all right i did it was right in front of my face and i didn't focus on it so here's what biden said would
5: there be any place for fossil fuels including coal and fracking in the biden administration
2: no it would
6: be, we would we would work it out we would make sure it's eliminated no more drilling on federal lands no more drilling including offshore No ability for the oil industry to
1: continue to drill. Period.
2: I guarantee
1: we're going to end fossil
2: fuels. What about say stopping
5: fracking and stopping pipeline infrastructure and and, 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 and.
2: no more, no new fracking. We are going to get rid of fossil fuels. I've argued against uh, any more oil drilling or gas drilling on federal lands.
6: No one's going to build a coal-fired plant again. And we're going to get rid of the ones we have now.
2: Have a transition
3: from the oil industry, yes. Would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth, even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes.
2: Okay, so, and he said more than that, but that's just the short version of it. It's a lot more than that. So if you're just joining me, yeah, Bureau of Land Management with plans on western wyoming mostly now uh david morning david he's in texas blm plans are retribution against the state i I don't really think it is retribution against the state i just think it's the cult of climate change Uh, honestly it's just the cult of climate change and you heard what biden just said and he was playing to his base on that morning ryan she's in poor danger so aside from lecturing and whining, the real question is, will he actually act and just tell the BLM to go away? What can he, can he do that? You talking about the governor in that case? Well, in that case, what the governor is able to do, because a lot of this is federal land. So there's not a whole lot the governor can do except maybe take it to court, which we already have multiple lawsuits against the Bureau of Land Management in court right now And the Biden administration in court right now. But from the governor's point of view, that's about all he can do when it comes to Bureau of Land Management land is just take it to court and fight it there. Now, if there's any other ideas, I'm all for them. The more creative, the better. Jim and Casper, let's hope that our congressional delegation puts in front of Congress to get all federal lands turned over to Wyoming like they have in many other states. I'm in favor of that. I've been saying that for quite a while. And I've heard all sorts of arguments against it, and I disagree. Whatever whatever it takes, whatever we have to do, Wyoming needs to be in charge of Wyoming lands for reasons like this and, and many more. Now, I have another story. I've talked about this before, but this is an update on it. The headline of the story I have for you on the Wake Up Wyoming site is Wyoming reduces coal while China increases. And it's not just Wyoming. I mean, it's America is reducing coal. Now, again, you've heard me talk about this before, but this is the latest numbers. From Reuters News, Beijing. China's coal output reached a record high in 2023. Data from the statistics, uh, bureau statistics showed... Amid ongoing focus on energy security and the rise in demand after the pandemic, et cetera, et cetera, the world's biggest coal producer, China, mined 4.66 billion metric tons of fuel last year, up 2.9% from the previous year. For December, output reached 414.31 million tons, nearly flat with November. Okay, so that's for a month. Uh, But overall, they're up. Daily output over the month was 13.36 million tons. It's hard to picture the tons, isn't it? Okay. The gist of it is they're up. The country's overall power generation, which is dominated by coal in China, rose by 8% in one year. That's quite a bit when you think about how much they're using there. So despite all of that, and here in, in Wyoming, but across the country, we're using less coal, gas, and oil, drilling and digging for less of it and and using uh, a bit less of it, yet in especially when it comes to you know electricity generating is mainly what I'm focusing on here. But when you take a look at not just China, but Asian countries and the rest of the world, they're using more than ever before. Uh, it just keeps going up, and yet we keep reducing. So despite the best efforts of Al Gore and John Kerry and the cult of climate change, this is what we're getting here. The rest of the world is using more of this stuff And yet we're scaling back, and it's hurting us. And I've gone through the conversation with you many times about what's happening in Europe as they tried cutting back and blackouts and brownouts. And, of course, in California, same thing with blackouts and brownouts. So the latest attempt by the BLM here in Wyoming is just the latest attempt. And we defeat that, they're just going to come up with something else. We've already defeated several other attempts during the course of this year. I reported on one earlier this week that our Wyoming delegation was able to get stopped. More Bureau of Land Management nonsense. So, okay. The the war goes on. Not until we start getting new faces in Washington, D.C. does this begin to change. 629 is the time coming up on 630. Update on your weather forecast right after local news. Of course, AAA ninety-seven Woods is phone number eighty-eight ninety-seven W O O D. As you can talk about what I'm talking about, change the subject. I do have different topics coming up throughout the morning. I've got a lot of territory I'm going to cover, but you can stop and talk about whatever you want. Let's wake up, Wyoming.
0: Want to talk to Glenn? Call 888-97-WOODS or chat him on the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app. This is AM1030 K2 Radio. 6.36
2: the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. If you're just joining me, I finished a story where once again the Bureau of Land Management is trying to push rules that would cost in western Wyoming hundreds of millions of dollars and about 3,000 jobs, about average. Idy John and Granite Canyon. How about the governor throw them out just like Abbott threw out the Border Patrol? I would like to see him try. I actually would. Uh, Chet and Yoder didn't Yellen, that'd be Janet Yellen, say the same but ideally bankrupt oil and coal? I believe so. Yeah, I think so. And I do remember at some point, not exactly using those terms, but Biden has talked about the same thing. And even Obama did as well. They just want to get rid of it. That's why that whole idea of carbon sequestration and we're going to, we'll use coal and natural gas, but we'll sequester the carbon and keep it in the ground. You're not going to appease them through that. They don't care. They want to keep it all in the ground, which they can't. Again, they don't realize what they're asking for. You and I know that. It's not possible. But, you know, especially if they want their wind and solar, they can't keep oil and coal in the ground. They need it to make their wind and solar. But, all right, they're just going to keep on trying. They're just going to keep on trying. Oh, you'll love this story. This will put a smile on your face. After what I just hit you with, you'll like this. Judge orders wind farm on tribal lands removed. A wind farm spanning some 8,400 acres in Oklahoma is now set to be dismantled after a federal judge ruling in a legal battle stretched over a decade in the Osage Nation, on whose tribal lands the turbines were built. They've been engaged in a multi year fight for their removal, citing concerns related to their ability to utilize surrounding resources. Quote, we're tired of this, Osage National uh, Principal Chief said. Uh, we've, been, uh, we've been tired of this. My father's generation was tired of it. My grandfather's great-grandparents were tired of this. The Osage Nation wants access to what, not just what's above the land, but minerals underneath and natural gas and oil. So they, want, they don't want the wind turbines. They want to have cattle grazing there. And they want oil and gas below it, among other minerals. So get rid of that damn wind turbine farm. There's 84 wind turbines that were built some years ago, requiring individual underground bases uh, kept uh, more than 10, about 50 feet, uh, 10 feet deep, 50 feet wide. And talks about the impact on the land. The reaction, well, the federal court decision comes after... An appellate court earlier determined that the construction of the turbines amounted to mining because they had to go so deep in order to put the basin, which a lease from uh, the Osage Miserable Council was never obtained. So they're using little legal tricks to get rid of this. But basically, get off our land is what the Indian tribe is saying. Quote, it's clear the defendants are actively avoiding the leasing requirement. Permitting such behavior would create pers- well, prospects for future interference with minerals for the tribe. The, let's see, okay, Wind Farm cost the energy company about $300 million. Oh, the, so they're going to lose about $300 million and result in the loss of energy. Now, this I disagree with. And it'll result in the loss of renewable energy for approximately 50,000 homes It's not like those homes are going to go dark, okay? And they don't cry like this. When they shut down a coal power plant, for example, you don't see some reporters saying, well, that's going to shut off reliable and affordable energy for about 50,000 homes. They don't do that. But you close down a wind farm, they will. So the Sage Mineral Council reportedly anticipates full compliance. Uh, Let me see. Wind Project... They'll, they will respect the judge's process say the tribe regardless of whether an appeal is filed or not both parties are already expecting to return to court next fall for additional litigation on the same idea because um well both sides want to seek damages against the other for various things but there that's going to drive the cult of climate change absolutely nuts so you here in america i know it's on tribal land but here In the continental U.S., in America, you're going to tear down a wind farm to get at the oil and gas below and let the animals graze. Now, this reminds me of over in Germany where they had a coal power plant they needed to turn back online to get reliable, affordable energy. And in order to get at the coal, which was right next to the coal power plant, they had to tear down a wind farm so they can open up the mine to get at the coal to run the power plant. And again, the cult of climate change went absolutely nuts over that. Which just puts a big damn smile on my face. Go
1: one day without coffee. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped
7: drinking the coffee. I stopped doing the standing and the walking and the words, putting into sentence, doing.
0: Yep, there you have it. A new level of crazy. And you heard it here first. Got something to say? Call 888-97-WOODS or chat with Glenn on the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app from K2 Radio. 6.48
2: is the time. Off we go to the icebox. Frank Gambino is waiting by. All right, Frank, I looked something up. Oh, boy. Yeah, sorry. So, uh, yesterday, Mary and I were having a conversation about snow because those big fat flakes were coming down. Yeah. I I love watching the big fat flakes of snow come down. Yeah. And we know that the Inuits, it's always said, well, they have all these different words for snow. Okay. So do we. Snow. Yeah. I found about 40 different types of snow out there. Grapple. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Here we go. That was one of them. Okay. So, let me see. Uh we can call them flurries and no, I define. No, okay. I have a story up in the wake up Wyoming oh, site. Sleet is another one. Yeah. Uh powder snow, that's that really yeah. light fluffy yeah. stuff that a- skiers a- love. Yeah,
8: and they, uh, some places call it champagne snow.
2: Oh, do they? Okay. That's cool. I haven't heard of champagne snow before. And then grapple, uh like snow pellets. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ground blizzard is another one you know when it gets windy here in Wyoming, oh God, yeah. which can create finger drift on the highways. Mm. You've seen that, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Needle is a type of snowflake that is, is much longer than it is wide. You and have to hurt- look at the snowflake to notice, oh, that's not a round flake, that's like a longer flake,
8: and it hurts you when it comes down, yeah,
2: it does, yeah. Uh, let's see. Of course, we have squall, which is a type of storm, and and, and whiteout, which is a type of snowstorm happening, too. See, i got to remember, did I put in there, we have to put... Uh, snow? N- well, it's snow. Okay, that would be good, <laughs> just to put snow. Yeah, it's just snow. No, that's the overall term, but if you want to break it down. Did yeah. I put sleet? Yes, I put sleet in there. That's good. Okay. But that's just, there's 40 different names for how the snow is coming down in the English language. Now... In the Inuit language, uh-huh. how many are there? Uh, not as many, believe it or not. It they it's two, yes, snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, snow. It's uh, snow or it's not snow. Yeah. That's it. It's on or it's off. It's <laughs> one or the other. But now, And I, what I didn't find, and I kept looking for, my favorite kind of snow is when those big fat flakes are slowly drifting down. And I want a name for that because to me that is just beautiful when it, and it's so quiet. Yeah,
8: call it like Biggie Snow.
2: Yeah, or you could call it Quiet Snow because you ever you stepped outside when those big fat flakes are coming yeah. down, and it sounds like nothing's happening in town. But there is actually. But yeah, there's a lot of activity out there. It's so just, they're
8: about the size
2: of a quarter. They have been. Oh, they've been. I, I'd yeah. like to look up what's the biggest one
8: ever. So recorded. You can call them like yeah. quarter quarter snow. High school basketball, a full slate of games tonight statewide, and boys and girls play first in four A. Cody will be at Kelly Walsh and Casper. The Trona will be in Gillette to take on Thunder Basin. Laramie goes over to Cheyenne Central. In three A, Buffalo will be at Glen Rock. And two A, Deluskia Burns. In one A, Paul Hewlett will take on, will be in Midwest. And boys play from yesterday. Cheyenne East over Cheyenne South, 77-34. KC over Midwest, 77 232 On the girls' side, East over South, 60 to 20, and KC beat Midwest 30 to 18. Junior College basketball from last night. The Casper College women crushed Central Wyoming from Riverton at the T Bird Gym, one fifteen to forty eight with five players in double figures for the T Birds. They upped their record to fifteen and four. Casper College men lost to Central Wyoming last night, 79-77. Darius Robinson led the Birds with 18. They dropped to eleven and eight. Both Casper College teams will host Northwest of Paul on Saturday. The L C basketball teams from Cheyenne will be in Torrington tonight to meet Eastern Wyoming. In men's college basketball at the Division One level, the Wyoming Cowboys will be at home at 5.30 tomorrow to take on Nevada in Laramie. The Pokes are coming off a buzzer-beating win over Fresno State, so they're 9-8 overall, 2-2 two two in Mountain West play, but UW's going to have their hands full with Nevada. They're 15-3 overall, 2-2 two and two in league play after losing to San Diego State their last time out. 5.30 start tomorrow from the A. We'll have that for you on K2 Radio and Casper and KCGY in Laramie. The Wyoming Cowgirls also at home tomorrow afternoon in Laramie at 2.30 to meet Colorado State. Cowgirls are 9-7 overall, 4-1 in Mountain West play after a road-loss Austin, New Mexico, back on Wednesday. CSU is 12 and 4 overall, 3 and 2 in league play. Those border war games are certainly compelling. And it's a 2:30 tip off tomorrow for the ladies. Our WildPreps.com athletes of the week have been announced. For the girls, Thermopolis wrestler Lily Quintanilla has it was this week's winner after winning the 120-pound title at the Wind River tournament over the weekend. Boys' winner was Evanston wrestler Brady Roberts, who went 8 and 0 in the Thoman duels in Green River over the weekend. Nominations for next week's athlete of the week at 5 p.m. That starts at 5 p.m. tonight and goes through Monday morning at 9. Log on to wildpreps.com or use the wildpreps app to vote. In the National Football League playoffs, the Buffalo Bills and former Wyoming Cowboy quarterback Josh Allen will host Kansas City in the divisional round on Sunday afternoon at 4.30. The Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites in the game. That should be must-see TV. Also on Sunday, Tampa Bay will be at Detroit in the NFC, and the Lions are favored by six-and-a-half. In the AFC on Saturday, Baltimore will host Houston. Baltimore is favored by nine-and-a-half. Then in the NFC on Saturday, San Francisco will host Green Bay and San Francisco francisco is favored by nine and a half points and that's it in sports
2: okay so who's gonna be in the super bowl
8: not not until after
2: this weekend okay so i asked you last week at this time
8: well now they're now the two best teams are now just entering the tournament because they have buys oh okay so we have to okay. find out what they look like, yeah, if they're right. dysfunctional, they're healthy, that kind of thing, how they play, how they you know, that okay. kind of thing. So. so
2: you're not making any predictions at this time. I,
8: I'll tell you I'll tell you on Monday what I what okay. I think right, which, which will be wrong. Try it this okay. way.
2: Who do you want to be in the Super Bowl?
8: Buffalo for one. Okay. And anybody but Screen Bay.
2: Anybody <laughs> Okay. Just cause she, Well, why not have Green Bay and then just have them get their oh, butts kicked? I, would,
8: I wouldn't even watch the game. Oh, okay.
2: You just don't want to see them stomp? No, I, just I don't for even the want to
8: see them at, at
2: anything. Okay. All right. Thank you, Frank. Boy, the hate. Coming up on some local business, news time, and weather forecast, Wake Up, Wyoming. time it's wake up wyoming it's a friday glad you made it as i told the people in the first hour of the program a lot to go through for me from my side but if at some point you want to stop and talk about whatever you want to talk about you can't triple a 97 woods 888 97 w o o d s there's a whole host of people who love talking to me over the wake up wyoming app that's free to download at your app store and when you open it you'll see a chat option touch chat send me text messages our friend Judy, who's in Mills, she called and said she was going to Detroit, Michigan, and she was afraid of flying. I'm more afraid that you're in Detroit. What are you talking about? But anyway, she just sent me a note that she's there. She's arrived, and of course, you know, probably the flight was absolutely fine, of course. Flying is a hell of a lot more safer than driving any day of the week. I mean, real, I mean, by a long shot. So for those people who are afraid to fly, just go look at the numbers and the statistics. You are far safer up there than you are trying to drive long, especially long distance. Although most accidents do happen close to home. Anyway. Today's show is sponsored by Home Defense Paperweights. They look like rocks, but... Well, they're actually rocks. But those are effective if you know how to use them. So, all right. Let's go for this next story to Casper, Wyoming. Morning, Casper. Cowboy State Daily. Love this headline. Casper's drunk drivers are driving drunker, according to police. (laughs) That's okay. Uh, Hey, Casper. Yeah, you're not supposed to be trying to outdo yourself on this one. All right. Here's the story. Casper's police chief is alarmed by the number of drunk drivers in Wyoming's second-largest city. The chief said drunk driving arrests in Casper were up 46% last month over December 2022 for all of 2023. He said drunk driving arrests were up 13.5%. Not good, Casper. Hang on. Not only are there more DUI arrests... People are driving drunker, he said. Officers are measuring much higher blood alcohol content levels as they arrest people. Under Wyoming law, a person is impaired if that blood alcohol level is 0.08% or higher. He said we have too many persons who are neglecting their civic responsibility in finding a safer way to get home. Which, by the way, there's a ton of that available out there. There's all sorts of places that you can call to get a ride home. Not just your friends, Uber and so on. And if you're really in a tight spot, a real tight spot, the police will help you out with that. Yes, they would rather you call them and got a ride home. You're not going to get in trouble for that. You will get in trouble if you try it yourself. So, the police chief said... His 95 officer department is... Well, now I know how many people are in the police department. I had no idea. Is responding to more calls across the spectrum of policing that often ties them up for patrolling and looking for impaired drivers. Yet arrests uh, prompted by patrol, crashes, all of that, it's, it's up. For example, Casper officers January 11th responded to a crash and arrest of a suspect for driving under the influence after his vehicle hit a pole now you see that's one thing that always gets me these these telephone poles here these electric poles are totally irresponsible you never know the way they jump out telephone poles jumping out in front of a car oftentimes are worse than pronghorn jumping out in front of a car you ever notice that yeah you drunk drivers out there you ever notice that You're more apt to hit a telephone pole for jumping out in front of your car. The pronghorn, I mean, they'll jump out in front of your car, but they'll get out of the way in most cases because they keep moving around. But those telephone poles, they jump out in front of your vehicle and they stay there. Ask a drunk driver. He'll tell you. The arrest affidavit in that case, he said officers could immediately smell alcohol. The su- I always wondered, now, when police officers do tests, I know they have the you know breathalyzer, can you walk a straight line. I would like to try people at pronouncing certain words. Can you say this word? The way you say the word sober and the way you say the word drunk is going to say a lot. Anyway, the suspect was hurt, taken to the hospital for treatment. The driver refuses sobriety test, so the court order was obtained for blood to be drawn. Now, there's the thing. You can do the breathalyzer test voluntarily if you don't they're going to get a court order and take your blood so it depends on how you want to do this one of the officers ended up getting hit in the face another officer was kicked twice in the draw a jaw all the stupid things people do when they're drunk quote the average blood alcohol content at the time of the arrest and at the time of the crash were going up he said said the police uh, chief here so here, it's very abnormal to have drivers with higher than a 0.30%, but we're having some of those. And think about that. They think, about, they think of you as drunk when your alcohol level is 0.08%. They're finding people with 0.30%. At the Neutrona County Sheriff's Department, a spokeswoman said deputies are involved in increasing multiple agency patrols for impaired drivers during the holidays. From Christmas time through New Year's Eve, there were DUIs uh, for 52 hours of that whole period. Jail periods show nine Casper Police Department arrests for driving related infractions from December 26 to January 1st. Edmondsville Police Chief said his officers had 42 DUI arrests. He said his officers also are seeing an increase in blood alcohol levels. So, again, and that's in the same area. I mean, you know, Casper, Evansville, Mills, it's all the same area. Which makes me wonder, and I'm just thinking out loud for you people who live, it, the two biggest cities in Wyoming, of course, are Cheyenne and Casper. But I've often wondered, and if you combine surrounding communities, so if Casper were to combine itself with Mills and Evansville, uh, and, and you can go all the way up to Bar Nunn, that matter, which is all part of the same community. Is Casper the biggest? I don't know. Could I'd just like to add that up at some point. But anyway, yeah. So, McPeters, again, he's the police chief there in Casper, points to the Trona County Safe Ride program, which his department supports with fundraisers, which is why it's a free call. You're drunk. You need to get taken home. You don't have any friends because you... You got mad and screamed at all your friends because you were drunk and you drove them off, right? So you're by yourself. Well, you can get a hold of this safe ride thing, and they're not going to judge you. They'll just go ahead and take you home. That's what the program's for. And it's run based on just the public supporting it, really. Okay, let me see. Information, Casper, the number-based, uh, okay, Up to 36 retail liquor lights, 19 bars established. Okay, it talks about all the places you can get drunk in in Casper. So you get the idea. So, gee, congratulations, Casper. You not only are getting more drunk, and, and Mills in Evansville, not only are you getting more drunk driving arrests, but your drivers are drunker. You know how people are
5: using pronouns these days, like she, him, her, them, theirs? Uh, I want you to start using adjectives when you address me like spectacular, outstanding,
9: phenomenal, audacious.
0: Where Wyoming comes to talk, this is Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods on K2 Radio. Be part of the show at 888-97-WOODS. 7.20
2: is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. My name is Glenn Woods. Thanks for joining me. okay. Oh, ran poor danger. Flying was safer, but now I question that diversity through hiring the well, okay. Yeah, we can get back to that in just a little bit. First off, though, hold on, everybody. I got some good it's nice to see when good news comes along now and then. I gave you some earlier this morning. Here's another. Yeah. When it comes to that whole artificial meat eating stuff and fake foods. I
1: think
2: Vegetarians hate this song. Have
8: these wonderful dreams. Some kind of sensuous treat. Cause it's true. Okay,
2: all together now. It all depends on how you like to do this. I do like mine with lettuce and tomato, uh, mustard, not Heinz 57, and, of course, you have French fried potatoes. I'd love to. I actually do eat the entire kosher pickle because I kind of like that whole thing there. Okay. So, hang on. Let's take a look at what story prompted all of this. I just found this story. Italy becomes the first country in the world to ban lab-grown meat. That's about time. Italy just became the first country in the world to ban lab-grown meat. The Italian government voted in support of a law banning the production and sale or import of cultivated meat or animal feed, according to the BBC. Now, this is different than those artificial burgers where they say, you know, the impossible burgers, where they it's not lab-grown. It's just supposed to look and taste like meat, but it's made from all sorts of other stuff that's not meat. That's not the same thing as lab-grown meat. The, right, the government there took action yesterday in an effort to protect farmers and culture, they said. In defense of health and the Italian production system, thousands of jobs, our culture and tradition. With the law approved today, Italy is the first nation in the world to be safe from the social and economic risks of synthetic foods. The bill passed... 159 votes in favor, 59 opposed. Now, the only reason I would be opposed to a law like this is, being more of the libertarian guy, if some company wants to do lab-grown meat, the only thing I ask is, let's test it to make sure it's actually safe to eat. All right. Then let them go ahead and do it. No subsidies or laws forcing us to have to eat the stuff. No subsidies for the company, no no laws trying to push it on. It's like they're doing with electric cars right now or wind and solar or anything like that. Let the company just put it out there and let's just see what happens. And the same thing goes with those impossible burgers and other fake meat products that are made from everything but meat to make it look and taste like meat. If that's what they want to do, do it. Go, Go get investors, no subsidies. No laws, just go get investors, put something together, just want to make sure it's safe for people to eat, and then put it out there. And if people want it, they'll eat it. If they don't, then you go out of business. That's the free market system. Now, the other story I have kind of goes with this. The headline is, uh, World Federation Rebuilding trusts. now eat those bugs. Golly, in the story says, they just can't help themselves. And... Again, like uh, little peasants, we are supposed to be made to do certain things. They're talking here about Davos, which is where a bunch of world leaders are meeting in Davos and trying to engineer how you and I do things. But we're not supposed to be engineered like this. We're supposed to be free people in this country. So Davos, who's the queen of this, is... And I see... Oh, how do I even... Von der Lin, I think is how you pronounce her name, at the World Economic Forum. Besides the usual focusing on performance, art, and other things that you don't care about, quote, I must admit that I thoroughly enjoyed the reports from the Argentine president, who's a very libertarian guy, who blew them all away by talking about how much socialism sucks. Okay. In the meantime, though, in Davos, let me see if I can play... I don't know how this is going to work out. I'll see if I can play what she says. This is a woman who's a leading figure there. And, of course, she's about as European socialist as it gets, but, you know, that's what you expect,
7: The top concern for the next two years is not conflict or climate. It is disinformation and misinformation.
2: Oh, I guess shows like this, right?
7: Followed closely by polarization within our societies. These risks are serious because they limit our ability to tackle the big global challenges we are facing. Changes in our climate and our geopolitical climate. Mm -hmm. Shifts in our demography and in our technology.
2: Okay, so I'll just pause it right there. She goes on. So the, The biggest threat, she says, is misinformation and disinformation. Okay. Now... I'm not going to say that she's wrong about that. But I would say that the biggest purveyors of misinformation and disinformation is government and the news media. Now, I did come across another story. Let me see if I can find this real quick because I did put it in my notes. That there's a gentleman who works for an American press who's basically saying that you should not believe anything unless it comes from the mainstream media. I'm pausing to let you laugh that one off. Yeah. He actually says that. Let me see. There was a fifth grader, Bill Ohio students. Okay. Um, there's the ice chief. I'll get to that. Uh, funeral home scandal. Oh, Colorado, you're not going to like that one. Okay. It's in front of me somewhere. I did this earlier this morning. I had a story in front of me which I wanted to read, and then my eyes lost track of it. But anyway, yeah, there's a gentleman who is a reporter for I think it was the Washington Post. It might have been. But he the, he wrote an opinion piece that basically says if you want good information, you've got to stick with your news media outlets because by golly, they got the information. Really? Is that how that's been working out? So here's this woman who's a major figure in Davos, and also let's take our president of our country, who talk about misinformation and disinformation, and yet who are the biggest purveyors of it? You know the answer. Them. Them not us.
4: Welcome to Wiggle Burgers. Would you like to see a menu? Sure,
2: but I probably just want a red burger and some fries. I'm in a hurry and I'm I'm really hungry.
4: You might like the grasshopper bacon bits or the mealworm arancini. Maybe try some worm salt soup.
2: Wait, what the heck is the mescal worm salad?
4: Oh, those little guys are great. We crushed them fresh this morning.
2: You... Have to
4: do it while there's still larva or there's that horrible crunching sound besides most people don't like exoskeleton in their mouth
2: just what the hell are you saving here sir
4: wiggle burgers is a bug restaurant we serve only organic sustainable bug and bug larva gotta keep that carbon footprint down save the planet you
2: know uh, please tell me they brought candy camera back
4: i don't understand.
2: Yeah, you're, you're probably too young for that television show. It was on back when a person had to get up and go change the channel. <gasps>
4: So, you remember when the
2: world was in black and white? Well, most things were black and white back then. I have no idea what the hell is going on now. Look, I'm in a rush. Just give me a bowl of cereal. That should be safe enough.
4: Mealworm puffs, okay? Do you want nut milk or freshly squeezed cicada larvae?
2: You don't just have cow's milk. That's you?
4: disgusting.
2: You know, if you keep grossing people out like this, you'll kill everybody's appetite and starve the human race.
4: Guaranteed population. Control That sounds
2: perfect. Be honest with me. Do you really eat this stuff?
4: Oh, come on now. If you advocate for this stuff, you don't actually have to do it. No,
2: oh, but the rest of us better or else... Damn straight. Coming up on some local business we have to take care of. That's news time right after news update on your weather forecast. 745 Don Day joins me. We'll talk about that forecast in detail, including the weekend forecast and snowpack information that you really need for this here. It's Wake Up Wyoming.
0: Honestly, he's just happy to be here. Catch Glenn Woods on Wake Up Wyoming weekdays at 6 on air on Alexa and on the Wake Up Wyoming app.
2: the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. I'm going to answer a couple of people off the Wake Up Wyoming app here. First off, Chet is over in Yoder. And he just sent me, this is a news headline he took a screen grab of. Scientists are experimenting with larva fat to replace butter. I'm sorry, were you eating breakfast? Well, you might want to put it down and push it away because I'm going to read that again. Scientists are experimenting with larva Fat, to replace butter. They soak insects in water and then mush them with a blender before centrifuges separate a butter-like substance which the team then uses to bake with. Now, Chet sent me this. This is not the first time I've talked about this, but thank you for putting that up there,
10: Chet, because last year, which wasn't that long ago, I played this. All this cake needs is flour, eggs and 20 grams of dead insects. No, you haven't misheard. A team of scientists at Belgium's University of Ghent are trying to find a way to substitute dairy in cakes, cookies and waffles. They say deriving grease from insects is more green than dairy production.
5: Um, They are more sustainable because they use less land. They are more efficient converting feed to wave
10: by soaking the insects in a little bit of water and then mushing them with a kitchen blender before centrifuges separate a butter-like substance a grease is made which the team used to bake with but how does it go down outside of the lab
5: I think you would
10: eat insect fat cakes i don't think so <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> the team say that consumers can't taste the difference when a quarter of the milk butter is replaced with the fat from the insects but they start to notice when it gets to the halfway mark so who knows One day you could be munching on a cockroach croissant as you head to the office or making your nearest and dearest a beetle birthday cake. Probably not going to do that. Now, here again, I'm more of the libertarian
2: guy. So my answer to this is real simple. Okay, I don't have a problem with it. If some company wants to do this, then go ahead. If that's what you want to do. You want to put it out there, fine. I ask for two things. First off, well, three things. No subsidies. Do it on your own money. Go raise money. No subsidies. No. Go raise money. Get investors, whatever the case is, and do it yourself. Two, no government uh, laws in any way written by the bureaucrats or the politicians trying to force us into this or coerce us into this like they're trying to do with electric cars. No. No. If people buy it, it's because they want it. And finally, don't lie about it. It's more sustainable and better for you. Yeah, okay.
5: Hi, I'm Aubrey Plaza. You know me as an actress, but I'm also the co-founder of Wood Milk, the world's first and only milk made from wood. Wood Milk started with a simple idea. I saw a tree and I asked myself, can I drink this? As it turns out, the answer is yes if you make it into milk. Here at Wood Milk Orchards, we grow our trees the old-fashioned way, right out of the ground. And we're certain our eco-friendly, artisanal, free-range wood milk will be the only milk you'll want to drink for the rest of your life. Why? Because you're thirsty. And because you want it. Our wood milk is bottled right here in the forest, which locks in the flavors like oak, cherry, maple, and of course, mahogany. And if you can't pick your favorite, that's okay. Because they all taste like wood. Now let's take a look at how wood milk is born. Not born, exactly. More like squished into a slime that's legal to sell. If a tree falls in the forest, can you make milk out of it? Now it's time to enjoy the fruits of our efforts. Not fruits, wood. Is wood milk real? Absolutely not. Only real milk is real. Then
2: what did I invest in? Uh, well, that's a good question. What did you just invest in there? Well, that's another thing. I, there are some companies that are objecting, real milk companies, that have objected to, let's say you go to the grocery store and you find different kinds of nut milk right? made up from pecans or whatever they're going to do, they're, you know. And so they're going to take this milk made from nuts, and they're going to call it milk. And the milk industry says, no, you can't call that milk. It doesn't... Well, first off, you didn't have to squeeze any udder to get that kind of milk, okay? It's not a milk. It's something different. So you got to call it something different. So don't go... You want to put it in the dairy aisle because someone wanted to go ahead and... Put some kind of nut milk over top of their coffee or over their cereal, whatever, rather than milk from a cow, that's fine. But you can't call it milk because it's not milk. Now, I would like to see I know that there were lawsuits regarding that. I'll have to wait and see or take a look to see how they've done with that. I don't know.
0: All right. I'll find out for you. Wake up, Wyoming! Wake up, Wyoming! With Glenn Woods, make your voice heard at 888 97 Woods. This is AM ten thirty K two Radio. Seven forty five is the time. It's Wake
2: Up Wyoming. Off we go to talk to Don Dave from Dave Weather. So, from what I heard you earlier this morning on your podcast, sounds like the weather is taking. Uh, relatively speaking a bit of a breather.
1: Yeah and I think everybody's ready for that. It's been pretty rough here over the last seven days with uh, all the weather that's gone on through but what will be happening is after another pretty chilly day today especially in the eastern side of the state uh, we're going to see moderating temperatures over the weekend into early next week and we really don't see anything really major coming our way well into the middle of next week. We're we're going to be warmer but we're not going to We're not going to see the pendulum rapidly go the other way we're gonna see temperatures really close to average and snow cover will play a role there but we see less wind we see it being warmer as the arctic air retreats Uh, we're gonna see a little bit of snow in the western uh, mountains and valleys of the state at times this weekend but just a few flurries on the plains at the very
2: most okay now speaking of that you also did a very interesting bit this morning on snowpack which i looked at and thought okay there's some areas that's getting plenty like further west of us and even south of us they've got plenty
1: well yeah they're doing well if you look at uh, the the northern and there's an area from southern idaho through northern nevada through utah into southwestern wyoming and, and northwest colorado that saw a really big increase in snowpack uh, which is great to see, hitting some of the really important basins like the North Platte and the South Platte and the Colorado River Basin. But we still have snowpacks that are really suffering up into Montana, northern Idaho, the northern Wyoming snowpack. I mean, the snowpack in the Bighorns is awful, uh, but the snowpack has gotten a lot better in the south and west. So it kind of depends on where you are.
2: Okay, now on that note, so if snowpack is not doing that well up in the Bighorns or even up generally in that area, but that can be typical, can it? Depends on how everything comes together.
1: Well, in an El Nino year, winter, which is we're in right now, there is a bias for the better snowpack to be more towards the central and southern Rockies. Right. So having the northern Rockies with below normal snowpack right now is not, is not earth shattering. It was kind of expected, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've got a long way to go still. We've got the rest of this month. We've got February. We've got March. We've got April to where... Uh, you can have storms like we just did. I mean, the storm that we had over the past week put more snow down in some mountains than they've seen all winter. So so you can have a couple of storms that can really turn things around. Okay. Now, that
2: would be the final question I had on this. So as we get through the season, we could see a bit of a, a shift or even a, a catch-up. That's possible, right?
1: Well, especially in the central and southern Rockies. And that, yeah. that that's what the history shows us in similar patterns.
2: Okay. Hey, thank you, Don. Thank you. All right, Don, day day weather. So off we go to the icebox to talk to Frank Gambino. So that means, according to his forecast, that traveling for some of your winter sports things over the next week or so might actually get nicer.
8: I will take that every single time. Okay. And starting today. Yes. And tomorrow. Now, on that note,
2: so we get into the weekend here. Does that mean you're going anywhere? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. where are you going?
8: I'm going to zap over to Lander today. Yeah. And then Gillette tomorrow. Okay. That's quite a distance between the two. Yeah, Way the, over to it's, it's, it's a there and back. Do you, okay, so
2: do you leave Casper and go to Lander, then come back to Casper, take a break, and go up to Gillette? Or are yeah, you just yeah. running straight through? No, no,
8: no. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll come back tonight. Take
2: a break in the middle here. Okay, so what's happening in Lander?
8: Lander was a big wrestling tournament for the high schoolers. And then in Gillette, on um, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, they have uh, the first indoor track meet of the year. Ah. The, the first indoor track meet was originally scheduled for Casper last weekend, but the below zero temperatures canceled that. So right, we're yeah. so we're running a week behind, but that's fine. Yeah, as long as we can get there and get back and sure, watch watch and I document mean. these yes. these athletes, we're in good yeah. shape. And
2: Gillette has that big rec center. That's I where I'm going. That's where you're going over there. That yeah. is a nice big rec center that they have there. Been inside that thing. Huge facility. So okay, they're going to go roundy it. Now, is it just when they say track? Is it just running? or Are they doing? Oh, uh, they,
8: they they do the, some of the jumping events. They'll, they'll do pole vault indoors, okay. the high jump, the high jump, the long jump, the triple jump, and they'll have just one throwing event: the 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 shot put. You don't want to be throwing the discus indoors. You could throw the uh, thing I through would the window. say so,
2: yeah, because yeah. knowing where that track is, there's a lot of windows around there, and that's like a really heavy frisbee. Yeah,
8: very so heavy. You frisbee. Really don't want to. No. So so yeah, just just throw the the, the heavy ball right over there.
2: Yeah. Okay, that's that sounds pretty good. All right, so that's Frank Gambino's weekend. So you end up coming back on, like, Sunday to write all of this up, right? Yeah,
8: I'll be, I'll be here in the office, and then I want to, you know, get all that stuff on, then I want to watch football. Okay, so who are you watching this weekend? I want to watch Buffalo and Kansas City on Sunday at 4.30. Okay, and who wins? Oh, well, I... It, now, who you want to win? Who do I want to win? Yeah, who do you, you want? You know what, I'll take Buffalo at home. you take
2: Buffalo at home, okay. Yes. okay.
8: They They were already asking fans again to come with their shovels. Oh. And shoveled the snow out again. Yeah, they they just got they got pounded with 17 inches of snow again. Again. Well,
2: you know that's really typical of Buffalo with their lake effect snow. Oh, and oh Yeah. I guess you don't want to build an indoor stadium because that you know, roofs have collapsed before. So right. you might as well just let it
8: snow in there. Oh, well, yeah. And and, and people would still have a hard time getting to the game unless they plowed everything. Yeah. I, I was in Western New York years ago. I might told you this that they have a little contest between like Buffalo, Syracuse, mm. Watertown, right? And there's another town at how many inches of snow they get in the winter Uh it is astounding yeah astounding. High school basketball there's a full slate of games tonight uh, statewide and boys and girls play in 4A. Cody will be at Kelly Walsh Natron will be at Thunder Basin. Laramie goes over to Cheyenne Central. In 3A Buffalo will visit Glenrock. and 2A Lusk will go over to Burns. and 1A Hewlett will be in Midwest. In boys play from yesterday, Cheyenne East big over Cheyenne South and KC big over Midwest. On the girls side it was East over South big and KC beat Midwest 30-18. to 18. Junior college basketball from last night. The Casper College women cross Central Wyoming College from Riverton of the T-Bird Gym one fifteen to 48. Five players in double figures for the T-Birds. They upped their record to 15 and four. Casper College men lost to Central Wyoming 79-77. Darius Robinson led the Birds with 18. They dropped to 11 and 8. Both Casper College teams will host Northwest Paul coming up on Saturday afternoon. The C basketball teams from Cheyenne will be in Torrington tonight to take on Eastern Wyoming. Men's College basketball at the Division I level. The Wyoming Cowboys at home at 530 tomorrow night to take on Nevada and Laramie. Pokes are coming off. A buzzer-beating win over Fresno State, so they're nine and eight overall, two and two in Mountain West play. UW is going to have their hands full in Nevada. They're fifteen and three overall, two and two in league play. After losing to San Diego State their last time out, five thirty start tomorrow from the Double A. We'll have that for you on K2 Radio in Casper and KCGY in Laramie. Wyoming Cowgirl basketball team also at home tomorrow afternoon at two thirty in Laramie to meet Colorado State. Cowgirls are nine and seven overall, four and one in Mountain West play after a road loss to New Mexico back on Wednesday. CSU is twelve and four overall, three and two in league play. Those. Board of War games are certainly compelling. So that's a 2:30 tip off tomorrow for the ladies. Our WildPreps.com athletes of the week have been announced. For the girls, Thermopolis wrestler uh, Lily Quintanilla uh, is the week's is this week's winner after winning the 120-pound title at the uh, Wind River tournament over the weekend. And the boys' winner is Evanston wrestler Brady Roberts, who went 8-0 in the Thoman duels in Green River over the weekend. Nominations for next week's athlete of the week starts at 5 p.m. tonight and goes through Monday morning at 9. And log on to WildPreps.com or use the Wild preps apt to vote national football league playoffs the buffalo bills and former wyoming cowboy quarterback josh allen will host the Kansas city chiefs in the divisional round the bills are two and a half point favorites in the game so that should be must see tv also on sunday tampa bay will be at detroit in the nfc and the lions are favored by six and a half points in the afc saturday baltimore will be at houston baltimore favored by nine and a half then in the nfc on saturday san francisco will host green bay and san francisco is favored by nine and a half is there a
2: snow advantage among football teams? I, I think, I think, I think, if, think you, so? if
8: you play in it frequently, yeah. you know, the, you, the advantage is yours. Okay. Especially not, only, not just snow, I mean, but just, just cold weather. Like right. the last game Buffalo played against Pittsburgh, you know, they, were, yeah, they had all that snow prior to the game, uh-huh. but they had like 25-mile-an-hour winds. Wow. Okay. And factor in humidity with okay. wind chill. Well, I think about that because Tampa's
2: coming up. And, you know, they're not, I, not to say they never play in it, but it's not typical for yeah. them. Yeah, so, but, right? but,
8: you know, Detroit plays indoors, so it's, you know, it's neutral.
2: Yeah. Okay, it's neutral t- territory. Okay. Yeah. Now they need to get outside. Nah. Yeah, I mean, come on. I like it when these guys get dirty. All okay. right, thank you, Frank. <laughs> Coming up on some local business, News Time, weather forecast, wake up, when...
1: Low 40.
2: 806 to the time. It's Wake Up, Wyoming. My name is Glen Woods. Thanks for joining me. It's a Friday. Glad you made it. Now, real quick, I've, and I've got a whole bunch of stories, all different kinds of stories. In this hour, but you can jump in at any time, talk about what I'm talking about, change the subject, find by me. Real quick, I'm still watching on the ridiculously large television they put in my studio from all over east of here and even on the East Coast. They still have reporters all over the place talking about incredible snowfall amounts. Wow, is it really piling up? Remember what was said by a so called scientist back in 2000 and published again by the UK Daily Mail and other news publications. And I'll put that in quotes, news publications. They said in 2000, snow is now a thing of the past. It'll be such a rare event that when it happens, you'll have to explain it to kids. I hope those people that are just getting buried by snow east of Wyoming are taking their kids outside and explaining it to them. Because obviously they have no idea what they're looking at. Today's show is sponsored by Home Defense Paperweights. They look like rocks, but, well, they're actually rocks. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, you know, rock is a good thing if you know how to use it. Okay, so first story, and I've got a line of them here, but here's the first story. Laramie attorney appeals to Wyoming Supreme Court to keep Trump off the ballot. He's going to try to appeal it, folks. Hang on, we'll get back to that. Meantime, Rose is in Casper. Hi, Rose.
7: Hey, Glenn, how are you?
2: Life is good. What you got for me?
7: Well, you're talking about heavily biased opinions and propaganda. Uh Uh-huh. Well, Judy, as you probably know, flew out yesterday and ran into Senator Charlie Scott. Right. And Charlie Scott has thrown down the gauntlet, I guess, that we don't have enough signatures on this ballot petition, and it's going to be dead on arrival.
2: Okay. Okay. So we need to make sure that we get a lot more. Now, once again, how do we get these signatures? Because people need to get to where this thing is at. And and let's also explain to everybody what exactly is it.
7: The ballot initiative is statewide petition to reduce property taxes by 50% of the residential assessment.
2: Okay. And they'll probably want to see the details of how that works before they sign it.
7: Yes, and
2: they can go to Wyoming uh see the paper in the background to over there? Yeah, that see, that's good theater <laughs> of the mind, Everybody hears the paper shuffling there.
7: Yeah, Wyoming voter initiatives on Facebook or wyomingballotinitiative.com. Right. Are the two they can go to that and check that out. Um, but I think, you know, if he's going to challenge us that we should go ahead and accept. So right. Tax the Act is tomorrow, January twentieth, at the Eagles Lodge in Casper, three oh six North Durban from ten to twelve. Okay. And then Tony Locke will have a town hall and I'll be present there with the petition uh January twenty fifth at the Wyoming Game and Fish, thirty thirty energy lane.
2: 30, 30 Energy Lane. Okay. And can anyone find out more information? Is there social media, something like that, where they can go take a look at this?
7: Yeah. Go to that Wyoming uh, Wyoming initi- ballot initiative, Wyoming voter initiative. I'm sorry. Yeah. Correction. On Facebook, there's a group, and there's been all kinds of information about property taxes and, and overspending and the, the whole mine yards that we were talking about yesterday. And then Initiative dot com is the okay and internet you're website trying
2: to get this done so it can get into this legislative session. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Thank you for All calling right. in. Everybody get on it out there. Hey. All right, sure. Triple A 97, what's the phone number? That's 888 woods Oh, I got Miss Mary. <laughs> okay, I, just real quick between Miss Mary and I. I sent a note to Miss Mary where I copied and pasted something, and the font turned out in the little message box that we use back and forth. The font was copy and pasted as massive, I mean, huge. And she asked me, How did you make it, the, the, the font so big? Copy and paste. But now she's starting to play around. <laughs> so it must be, she's trying to figure out what kinds of things she can do. Oh, yeah, it's a fun. Okay. Well, you see, now you can see what Mary does on a Friday. I think, Mary, you've decided enough with work and you're going to do this from now on. That's fine with me. Let's go back to the, okay, 88897. What's the phone number? 88897 W O O D S. So, okay, story, Cowboy State Daily. Laramie attorney appeals to Wyoming Supreme Court to keep Trump off the ballot. I don't think that's going to work, but here's the story. Laramie attorney who unsuccessfully sued to remove former President Donald Trump and also your Senator Lummis filed notice with the appeals court on Wednesday in Albany County District Court informing the court he is appealing his recent dismissal of his petition Newcomb on November 1st had filed the case against the Secretary of State Chuck Gray's office asking Albany County District Judge to bar Gray from putting the names of Trump or Cynthia Lummis on the ballot in the future. And of course he cites the whole January 6th thing in doing that. Now I know we don't need to go back and rehash this. There's We've already been through this. All I need to say is, hey, uh, Trump has not been To my knowledge, has has anyone heard that he's been officially charged with anything involving insurrection? To my knowledge, I've never seen an official charge anywhere. And he's never been convicted of it. To me, that's a big deal. Now, other people have made other kinds of arguments to get it. But, okay. Uh, Trump's going to wind up on the ballot here. And there's been a couple of other states. It was yesterday. I didn't get to it yesterday. I believe in the state of Maine... Their court in Maine said Trump remains on the ballot until the Supreme Court settles it. Which is the same thing Colorado said, too. Colorado issued a decision to take Trump off the ballot, but then stayed that decision until the Supreme Court makes a ruling. And this is one of those cases where it's going to be fast-tracked in the Supreme Court. This, if you're wondering, I have a just a theory. If you're wondering why... One of the reasons, one of the reasons that Trump is doing so well right now. The more the left attacks like this, the more people on the right are going to circle the wagons around and protect Trump. So uh, if they keep attacking like this and they're throwing everything, man, they are throwing everything at him that they possibly can. Tie him up in court in every possible way. Try to tie him up financially too, in every possible way. Try to get him, take him off the bat, on and on and on it goes. They're really afraid of this guy on the left. They really are. And they're gonna try anything, whether it's legal or not, they're gonna try everything they possibly can to make sure that either he's not the nominee or if he is the nominee, he doesn't win. And you know, I don't have to tell you this, you guys know, These folks will try anything in order to reach their ends. And this is what you're seeing as part of it. So most of it is an absolute waste of time. But when you're trying anything you possibly can... This is what it
9: looks like. The North American Karen, a wild manager. beast that's dangerous alone but deadly in numbers. When gathered together, they form what is known as a Homeowners Association. This HOA peruses the gated community on the hunt for a vulnerable manager. manager. But today, their vulnerability will be exposed. A Toronis Homeboy Sapien, the Karens freeze and huddle together in fear, their phones on video mode, at the ready to call. For help from their closest friend of the jungle, the Security officeaurus. But the harmless Tyronus goes about his business, paying little attention to the Karens. But it's too late. The Karens have already been frightened. They turn and make their escape. Rarely do the Karens find themselves on the receiving end of fear. Today they are reminded that the world is not their home. They trot home to their husbandus Flacidus to complain that their neighborhood is going to
7: hell.
0: This show contains sarcasm. Some listeners may find disturbing. A sense of humor is advised. Chat with Glenn Live on the Wake Up Wyoming app.
2: 820 time. It's Wake Up, Miami. My name is Glenn Woods. Okay, so 888 97 the phone number. That's 888-97-W-O-O-D-S. So uh, this is a, I hate to say it, but tough real estate market. A lot of you, you folks know that. Tough real estate can mean a lot of different things. Finding a buyer. Finding a home that you want. Making that deal in a way that actually works for you. And both sides especially. Because, you know the person selling the home wants to get the best deal they can the person buying the home wants to be the in process of the best deal they can possibly get and so what helps a lot is to have someone working with both sides of this to make sure that everybody's getting what they need out of it and a lot of that is just connecting the two parties this is why lisa burge and associates real estate in the casper wyoming area has such a incredibly good track record. I mean, highest ranked team in Wyoming and considered one of the top teams in the country when it comes to getting people together. Now, earlier this week, I told you about Fred. This is a guy who had real estate up for sale, and it had been like six months, and nothing had happened. Gets hold of Lisa Burge and Associates, and they have a whole plan that they put together. It's not just a matter of planting a sign in her front yard and then putting some ads out there on social media. No, it is a marketing plan. 48 hours later, house is sold. So you want the highest possible price for your offer? You want people lining up to buy your home? Are you looking for a good piece of property but you haven't really been doing well at finding what exactly fits your needs? Look her up right there in the Casper and County area. Lisa Burge and Associates Real Estate. Uh, 888 97 the phone number. That's 888-97-W-O-O-D-S. It is uh, open phones all Friday. I have open phones every day, but Friday is the entire program. Okay, so two stories that connect. One, <clears throat> here in Wyoming, a bill would provide... They're just starting the Wyoming House and Senate session. They're getting ready to get underway here, right? Bill would provide financial assistance to students who are not in the public school system. That's interesting, right? That's very different from the next story that I'm gonna read to you. So the first story is state legislators have proposed a bill creating a program where students can be eligible for $5,000 a year if they're not in public school. I wonder if this, I'd have to find out a little bit more. I wonder if this has anything to do with, I like a school voucher idea, if it's anything like that. I don't know yet. I want to find out what this is. Now, let's go to Ohio. Oh, God. So, it's not going to be the same thing in Ohio. New bill would pay Ohio students to go to school. What? Uh, Hang on. It would also pay those who graduate from school $250 with higher amounts to students who graduate with a 3.0 and higher. Now they can't do that high. No, everything has to be fair and equal. You can't give somebody more because they did better with their grades. In fact, kids are not supposed to know what their grades actually are. You might hurt someone's feelings. All right, here's the story. Two Ohio lawmakers want to pay students to go to school and graduate. Calling chronic act at chronic absenteeism an education emergency well, so once again, the way to solve that emergency is government has to do something about it. Well, why don't the parents do something about it? well and if you're going to start a government program, we're just going to hand them money. all right, the bipartisan legislation, oh God, you mean a Republican got involved too? would spend $1.5 million in taxpayer funds to establish a pilot program to pay kindergarten through ninth grade students $500 a year to attend school. Now, I, re- I got more than that when I was in school, but then again, I had a job after school, so it was a whole different thing. It will also pay those who graduate school $250 with higher amounts if you have... Uh, 3.0 or higher. Participating schools would be careful to select, by, well, by the Department of Education and Workforce. They had this in a Tuesday afternoon press conference. Quote, at least one rural school district and one urban school district would be included in the pilot program, both of which must exhibit chronic absenteeism and the highest. Well, hang on a second now. You mean schools that have low absenteeism can't participate? Well, you can't do that. In fact, for that matter, if I wanted to play the game, let's say I'm a student who typically showed up for school. I mean, my attendance record when I was in school was near perfect. There's only a few times when I got sick and couldn't show up. Out of all of the years that I went to school, there's maybe just a few times that I was sick and couldn't show up. Other than that, I was always there. But this would make me think, hold on. So if I don't show up for school enough, you're going to give me money? You got to think about the unattended consequences here. This would actually make me think I'm not going to go to school until they agree to pay me to go to school. Where before I was going every day. But why do that? One representative, Democrat Cincinnati, said students have yet to adjust back to the culture of going to school following COVID. They got to blame COVID again. It's not a COVID problem. And it's just not Ohio. There's been a cultural shift, he says, away from attending school across the country. Chronic absenteeism rates have skyrocketed everywhere, almost doubling from pre pandemic levels. This is the number one issue we're facing in education, and it's an absolute emergency, he says. And, of course, the way emergencies are solved is you throw money at it, right? The attendance incentive pilot program, the story said, would split $750,000 between attendance and graduation payment programs. Every district in Ohio can submit two schools to the program. Other schools, that, other schools are going to sue. Parents will sue st- and kids will sue. We're, why aren't we included? My kids are real goof off. Okay, students could receive biweekly $25, uh, $150 quarterly or $500 annually. Next thing you know, they're going to want to raise. Now, they, again, think about this. Uh, so here I was a student doing fine. I got decent grades and I always showed up to school. Then I hear about this program. Okay, so I decide, first off, I'm not going to show up that often. That way I'm put on the program and I'm getting paid. But then I'm going to turn to them and say, well, I don't know, $500 for the whole school year? That's all? And I'm going to try to negotiate it up, aren't I? You're only paying me $500? That's not worth it. Also, district receiving federal title funds and ranked in the lowest 20% of graduation rate can apply for two schools to participate in the program. A $250 base payment would go to each graduate with more ranging up to $750 per student if they got good enough grades. Now, again, you can't do that because kids who do really well, well, there's those other kids who can't do well. And so there are those, well, that's what that's what's gonna be claimed. And so there are those who are gonna say, well, You know, if you're going to pay kids who get better grades more, that's racist. Somebody's going to try to pull that. You've heard my prediction. Watch and wait. You'll see that happen. Quote, because it doesn't matter how qualified a teacher is or how great the math or science or curriculum is if the students aren't there to learn, they said. So this is their brilliant idea to get kids to show up for school. Rick and Cheyenne, the left will do anything to win but tell the truth. They have lied for so long and denied fault for so how long now? They could not find the truth if it ran them over. That's true. Coming up on some local business we have to take care of. That's news time right after news time. Yes, your weather forecast and a nice long segment of open phones. So 888-97-WOOD's the phone number. That's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. Talk about what I'm talking about or change the subject. Fine by me. Wake Up Wyoming.
0: program is intended for immature audiences only wake up wyoming with glenn woods weekdays at six on air on alexa and 24 7 on the wake up wyoming app
2: 8 36 the time it's wake up wyoming okay hang on we might need your help with the rest of you out there we're on to something here Even Terrier gal down there in Fort Collins is getting in on this. For those who just joined in, let me get you up to speed. In Ohio, there's a couple of representatives in their House of Representatives who have come up with this idea for a bill because they have some schools where there's chronic absenteeism. So their idea to solve the absenteeism problem is to offer kids money to show up for school. By the end of a school year, they could get $500 if they showed up. And they can get paid weekly or monthly or at the end of the semester. Now, what could possibly go wrong? First thing I thought of was, okay, hang on, hang on. If I were a kid that was showing up for school every day with no absentees, then I would start to show up less. In fact, not much at all. Just so I can get on the program. Why in the world would I want not want to take advantage of that money? I had always been on time for every single class every day, but why would I do that anymore? Why not just play hooky? Because if I play hooky, I'm going to get paid for it. Then, as they start to pay me, oh, I'm sorry. <sighs> is going to only get me to show up like half as much. If you want me to show up even more, it's going to cost you maybe $1,000 for the whole school semester, not just year. See, I'm negotiating now, right? Then Terrier gal in Fort Collins says, maybe the kids in Ohio can also unionize. See, Democrats love that, right? So the kids unionize now. Well, why not get together and get higher wages since they're being paid and demand what is being taught how long before the school, how long the school day is, stuff like this. Oh, yeah. No, the kids are going to start showing up with demands. You want us to show up for school? It's going to cost you this much money. We want better lunches. On and on it goes. We want breaks that are, we want breaks between every single class and we want fewer classes per day and we only want to show up four days out of the week. Why not? Let's just go ahead and negotiate this. Then Ms. Mary points out that some of the parents are going to get involved in this too. Because some of the parents would like to have some of that money. And so they're going to turn to their kid and go, hey, uh, we know you've been a really good kid. And you've been showing up for school every single day without fail. And you're on time for everything. And that's, you know, good for you, little Johnny. But uh, mommy and daddy need a new big screen TV. So, since you're willing to pay you for this, we want you to start being late for things and take a few days off from school. In other words, in the middle of the week, it's Wednesday and you just decide to sleep in and skip school, that's okay with mommy and daddy because mommy and daddy need a big screen TV. And then at some point, they're going to put you on the program to get paid as well. Bring that money home and we're going to buy a nice big television to put in our living room. Maybe as big as the ridiculously large television that Glenn Woods has in his studio. You know, that radio talk host in Wyoming, whoever he is. They might just do that. Why not? There's no unintended consequences here, right? Where are the parents in this? Honestly, where are the parents in this? They're having such a hard time getting kids to show up for school, and so this is what their solution is. Government is just going to pay kids to show up. I have a better idea. Here's my thought. What if I just decided, and you can do the same thing, See, right now, your boss pays you to show up for work and produce. What if you stop showing up for work and you tell him you want me to start showing up again, you're going to have to pay me more. How's that going to go over? Morning, Mike.:
6: Hey, Glenn, I think the pro- I think first, this program is probably racist because it's only going to oh yeah. affect schools with high absenteeism, yep,
7: and they're in the inner cities. Yeah. And these kids aren't going to take the money anyhow because they're
6: probably making more money dealing drugs and what they're getting
2: from their YouTube yeah. shows. Yeah. So, wait a you You're onto something here. Okay, first off, you're saying that a kid has to weigh his options there. So, the yes. school will pay me $500 for the whole school year if I show up. But if I stay out on the streets, I can probably make like $3,000 dealing drugs. So, why would I show exactly. up for school? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're well, gonna they, have to take. The what they get from their
6: YouTube shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. sure. Oh yeah,
2: TikToking and stuff like that. Oh yeah, they're gonna make money oh. off of that. Why show up to school in the first place? They hadn't thought about this. Yeah. Okay. So, now there, there's all sorts of angles that they're not taking. This is where liberals like those in Ohio will come up with what they think is a brilliant idea, but they've never thought it all the way through. Oh.
6: Every, everywhere they do, they they can never think anything through to an illogical conclusion. Yeah, that's
2: right. All right, thank you, Mike. Mike calling in from Laramie. I hadn't thought about that. <clears throat> they they actually have to sit down and think. So when the kid's not at school, what is he doing? Is he just at home playing video games? Maybe. Maybe the kid's a TikTok influencer and or uh, YouTube influencers where you really make the money. And uh, they're making good money on the internet and they're doing that. Maybe they are selling drugs. But, oh, hey, Mike, if you're still there. uh, Mike, I just thought that they also have to consider not just uh, racism, because as you said, it's the inner city schools that are really affected by who's going to get paid. But they want to pay more money for good grades. So in other words, if you just show up for school and do average, you get paid 500 bucks for the year. But if you are getting B's and A's, especially straight A's, you could walk away with up to $750. Now that will end up being called racist. Somebody will call that out as as racist. Rick from Cheyenne, let them continue to reward bad behavior. Yeah. Well, that's what I was wondering, Rick. What if everybody listening to this program right now you just turn to your boss and say you want me to show up for work from now on i mean what if i just took a couple of days off at random now and then and didn't even call in to tell you what if i showed up as late as i wanted to show up for work? what if i did that what about that huh Uh, i I guess maybe if you paid me more i'll show up and i'll show up on time now do you think you're still going to have a job no your boss will fire you okay So now we could talk about what the real answers to this are. I think the real answers to the problem of kids not showing up at school begins at home more than anything else. But do you remember some of you old enough to remember the scared straight thing where they used to have they would send kids to prison and let them sit down and talk to some thugs who wound up in prison? And by the time these thugs got done talking to these kids, these kids, okay, that's, I'm going to school, I'm getting good grades, I'm getting a good job, I don't want to wind up in prison. We should do the same kind of thing. If you don't get a good education and get out there and work hard, look at where you're going to wind up. Red and Casper. Or make them earn the privilege of an education. That's good. DJ, Wildfree, and Mills. The Ohio people have it backwards pay the kids who have great attendance and grades. Rick and Cheyenne, let them continue to reward bad behavior, which is exactly, exactly what they're doing. All right, again, they didn't think this all the way through. The bill will probably die, but still.
10: If someone ever approaches you and tries to rob you, tell them to stop. Ask them, is it necessary? Is it nice? Do you have my permission? Tell them that you do not want to be touched. If they point a gun at you, tell them that it's illegal. That's all.
0: Sure, this show is sustainable. We sequester all gas emissions to one room. Wake Up Wyoming with Glenn Woods, live on AM 1030 and FM 95.1. Weekdays 8.28 the
2: time. It's Wake Up Wyoming. Off we go to the icebox. Frank Gambino is waving by. Okay, Frank, I officially put it together. I had a talk with a gentleman. Who, yesterday, who was putting on a formal event in Wyoming. And as we talked about the formal event, I said, well, wait a second now. We don't have any formal clothes yeah. here. Formal or Wyoming formal? And he thought about that a minute, and he said, you know, most people are going to show up Wyoming formal.
8: So that's, you know, for guys, jeans, boots, and a suit jacket and a hat. There you go. You're good. Now,
2: now I actually went online to look it up, and I found a couple of YouTube videos where there were uh, some men demonstrating this. And the nice thing is about Wyoming formal is there's more options. Because if you're in the big city somewhere and you show up to a formal event, as a man, there's one suit. Everybody's wearing the same suit. Yeah, just the colors change. Yeah. In Wyoming, however, okay. Okay. Best cowboy boots that can run the gamut because I've seen some really wild, fun looking cowboy boots. Okay. All right. A nice pair of jeans, usually pressed. Because yes. they're, they're clean, they're very blue, they're pressed. Some mm. even starch them to keep that nice look. Yep. Okay. Nice Western shirt. Now, that, again, for a man, if you're in the big city, it's everybody. every guy is wearing the same shirt. Right. But in Wyoming, Western-style shirts can and, be... And every guy, wow. is,
8: every guy in Wyoming mm. is wearing the same shirt.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, it's a Western-style shirt, but there are all sorts of different colors and patterns and so on, but it's all the same Western style. Okay. Right. Now, bolo tie, must... Yeah. Got to do the bolo tie. Okay. Mm-hmm. A some people like to put a vest on. I've seen that. Oh and man, there are some good-looking vests out there. All sorts of different kinds of vests. So again, men have more options out west. Okay. All right. And then you got to have a western-style jacket. Of course. Okay. Those tend to be... I've seen many different styles of jackets. It depends on how fancy you want to get and what kind of colors. Then you've got to you've got to pick a kind of a cowboy hat that everybody goes nice hat stand yeah, yeah. you really got to pick a good hat now if you think it's good for the guys wait till you see how the ladies out west dress up i've got a video on that too it's all on a you know a couple of videos did, that did, i put did you,
8: did you add up the cost of this this well now here's the oh, i the did okay
2: i did but hang on because you got to do sports and i'll tell you the cost of this because it's better than you think
8: i hope so wow High school basketball statewide tonight, and boys and girls play first in 4A. Cody will be in Casper to play Kelly Walsh, Natrona the Toronto will be in Gillette at Thunder Basin. Laramie goes over to Cheyenne Central. In 3A, Buffalo will be at Glenrock, and 2A, Lusk travels to Burns, and 1A, Hewlett will be in Midwest. And boys play yesterday, Cheyenne East, big over Cheyenne South, and KC, big over Midwest. On the girls' side from yesterday, East over South, big, and KC beat Midwest 30-18. to 18. Junior college basketball from last night, the Casper College women cross Central Wyoming College from. Riverton of the T birds gym 115 to 48. The T Birds have five players in double figures. They up their record to fifteen and four. The Casper College men lost to Central Wyoming 79-77. Darius Robinson led the Birds with 18 as they dropped to eleven and eight. Both Casper College teams will host Northwest DePaul on Saturday. The C basketball teams from Cheyenne will be in Torrington tonight to take on Eastern Wyoming. Men's College basketball at the Division 1 level. The Wyoming Cowboys will be at home tomorrow night at 5:30 to take on Nevada and Laramie. The Pokes are coming off a buzzer beating win over fresno state so they're nine and eight overall two and two in mountain west play uw is going to have their hands full with Nevada. they are 15 and three overall and two and two in league play after losing the san diego state their last time out 5 30 start tomorrow from the double a and laramie we'll have that for you on k2 radio and Casper and kcgy and laramie well, I mean, Cowgirl basketball team also at home tomorrow, at 2.30 in Laramie to meet Colorado State. The Cowgirls are 9 and 7 overall and 4 and 1 in was play after a road victory uh, at, at New Mexico back on Wednesday. CSU is 12 and 4 overall and 3 and 2 in league play. And those border war games can be pretty compelling. 2.30 start tomorrow for the ladies. preps.com athletes of the week have been announced for the girls. Thermopolis wrestler Lily Quintanilla is the winner with winning the 120 pound weight class at the Wind River tournament over the weekend. The boys' winner was Evanston wrestler Brady Roberts, who won 8-0 in the Thoman Duels in Green River. Nominations for next week's Athlete of the Week start at 5 p.m. tonight and go through Monday morning at 9. Log on to wildpreps.com or use the wildpreps app to vote. In the National Football League playoffs, the Buffalo Bills and former Wyoming Cowboy quarterback Josh Allen will host Kansas City. In the divisional round, the Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites in the game, which is, should be must-see TV. Also on Sunday, Tampa Bay will be at Detroit in the NFC, and the Lions are favored by six and a half. Also in the AFC on Saturday, Baltimore. We will host Houston. Baltimore is favored by nine and a half points. Then in the NFC, San Francisco on Saturday will host Green Bay, and San Francisco is favored by nine and a half points. And that's it in sports.
2: Okay, so I, as doing the article about uh, the options for dressing up in Western style yes. you mm-hmm. know as far as going to a high-end party okay. the nice thing okay you can go spend a lot of money on everything that i just mentioned the boots that the, the vest the hat oh my lord that can all be really expensive or and this is considered a cool thing if you go let's call it vintage stores frank you know used clothes, stuff oh, okay, oh, right.
8: secondhand yes
2: you can go find stuff that is a bit older and a bit more worn and if you put it together right you saved a bunch of money yeah. people will look at you and go oh my god Where did you get those old, cool clothes? That's the best old cowboy hat I've ever seen. Where did you get that old vest? So you can do it on the cheap, Frank, if you put together a good outfit.
8: Yeah, it's new to me.
2: Yeah, new to you. Well, there you go. New to everybody. Thank you, Frank. Coming up on some local business news time at Open Phones, Wake Up Wyoming. six. the time it's wake up my only my name is glenn woods thanks for joining me it's a friday and i'm so glad you made it through the week all right 888 97 is the phone number that's 888 w o o d s oh by the way there are quite a few times i talk to people who will tell me during the course of the week oh i wanted to hear that topic but you know i i wasn't in my car you know at the time you don't have to be and you can listen to the program anytime you want for free podcasts are a big deal these days and podcasts are easy for those who are thinking i'm not tech savvy there's no tech savvy involved so you're probably walking around with a phone most people have a cell phone you go to your app store type in wake up wyoming boom there it is done and then when you call it up you can text me while i'm on the air by hitting the chat option and then after the show is over this show becomes a podcast and rather than four hours we condense it we get rid of news, sports, weather, et cetera, Just to get down to the meat of the program. And you can listen when you want. Start it, stop it, pause it, rewind it, share it, whatever you want to do. That's all for you. go to your Wake Up Wyoming app. You touch On Demand. You touch Wake Up Wyoming. You select your episode. There you go. Also, all those funny bits that you hear. Miss Mary releases those in seasons, So you can go back and listen to all these funny bits whenever you want to do that as well. Okay. I'm going to pick back up with the topic we were talking about last hour because I'm getting a lot of comments Today's here. Today's show is sponsored by Home Defense Paperweights. They look like rocks, but, well, they're actually rocks. You can afford what you can afford, I guess. Okay. So for those just joining me last hour, I was telling a story from Ohio. A couple of brilliant lawmakers from Ohio are trying to offer a bill, which I expect just to die. Because while there's a lot of stupid people in Ohio, most of them are not this stupid. Just these two guys who offered up the bill. So truancy is a problem. There's some Ohio schools where a lot of kids just are not showing up for school. So how do you get the kids to show up? Well, their bill offers to pay kids to show up you can get paid weekly or monthly or quarterly or for the whole school year. It'll be up to $500 if you show up for school. They're going to take the kids who have the truancy problem and pay them to show up. And if you get good grades, you can increase that amount. The highest amount is like $750 for like a grade A student. So it just depends, right, on how you want to come out. Now, my first thought was... Well, if I was a kid who showed up for school and got good grades, I would back off to get paid. Ms. Mary suggested maybe some parents would get the kids to back off so the kids would get paid so the parents can get paid. Why not? They're offering money. Why not go ahead and negotiate with the school? I'll show up, but I'm not going to do it for 500 bucks. And that's not the only suggestions we got. I like what Mike and Laramie suggested. Well, we got a lot of suggestions on this, but, I mean, we can negotiate with this, or, but they have to take into account. What if when the kid's not showing up for school, he's making more money than when he does show up to school? So $500 bucks is not going to cut it. The kid is either selling drugs or making money on YouTube as an influencer, whatever the case is. So the kid's making thousands of dollars and they're only offering a kid $500. Other suggestions, what if the kids decide to unionize and start asking for more? More money, less hours per day in school, longer break times between classes, better lunches, on and on they go. I mean, this gets out of control real fast. Some of what we're saying here is exaggerated, other stuff, No, wouldn't be. You're going to find, this isn't going to, if they did do this in Ohio, which I don't think they will, I think this bill is dead on arrival. But if they did this, there's all sorts of unintended consequences here. So some of the other suggestions, Tim and Casper, how about find the parents when kids don't show up? Now, you parents in Wyoming, especially, but in surrounding states too, let me know. Do we have that? I think we have that as a law here, don't we? In other words, if your kid's not showing up for school, that's truancy. And so officials go after the parents and tell the parents, you need to get your kid to school or you're going to jail and you're going to be fined. And that makes the parents go, oh, crap, don't want that. And so they get on the kid. Now, I know in Ohio, the liberals will say, but that's leading to abuse at home. And we don't want these kids to be abused. That, that's going to be their excuse. Sage, Grouse, and Gillette. Another unintended consequence will be teachers will be pressured to inflate grades. Yeah, <clears throat> what about that? Hey, hey, uh, teacher, give me better grades. I'll split some of the money with you. Okay. Hey, you and Marbleton. If I miss school, my parents would use my butt for a mop and my head for a broom. Now, that goes, though, back to, but we can't tell the parents. Because if we tell the parents what's going on, it might lead to abuse at home. You know that that's going to be one of the excuses there. But still, in the history of dumb ideas, this really ranks up there kind of high. Pay the kids. Now, this here is, and you tell me if this is a more realistic solution. Now, some people will be upset with me for this example, but I think it's a good example. So let's give this a try. Let's go ahead and take a kid who is not getting good grades and doesn't show up for school very often. Okay, now, we're going to drive this kid through a really bad neighborhood. Not nice homes. Obviously, drugs and crime and other problems. And it may be where this kid is from, come to think of it. Whatever the case, just drive him around and say, just take a good look at this neighborhood. Let's see what we see here. There's a lot of problems in this neighborhood, huh? Hmm. And then drive him to a nice neighborhood. Now, you can drive him to a rich neighborhood if you want to do that, too. But even just a nice, decent, middle-class neighborhood. Nice homes. Nice, clean streets. Nice cars in the driveway. Don't see... I mean, everybody has problems. No matter where you are, there's going to be problems. Everybody has problems. But just kind of drive him around and show him, and this is a nice neighborhood. You can even drive him up to the well-to-do neighborhoods and say, see... Look at these houses. Look at these cars. Where do you want to be? Which neighborhood would you like to live in? Now, of course, they're going to say, well, I want to be here. Okay. Let's talk about what it takes to get there. Because the way you're going, you have no choice but to be in the first neighborhood we showed you, which is not good. It's not a great place to be. It's not a good life. But you can have these other neighborhoods if you want it just takes some work to get there. And that work starts with showing up for school on time and getting good grades. So how about that? Take your See what you want to do. Take your pick. Now, don't assume that the kid being driven around like this is necessarily from a bad neighborhood. That's not necessarily always the case. Okay. Uh, in many cases, uh, since we're talking about Ohio and other places, there's kids in good middle-class, even upper-class homes that aren't doing well in school just because, well, why bother? Rick is in Casper. Hi, Rick.
6: Hey, morning, Glenn. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, my point was uh, the taxes that would be used mm-hmm. to uh, pay for these kids to be educated in school. Right. Uh, the way I understand it is the school districts will not get that money if the child is not occupying a, a desk. Ah. So uh, I have a feeling that um, money is the issue. Yeah. And then unions would not benefit either. Okay. Teaching you know. people.
2: So what if if there's uh, teachers that are noticing certain seats are empty? What if that affected their wage?
6: Absolutely. And if, that, and if it affects their wage, that means a teacher yeah. may no longer be employed and the union would not benefit from it.
2: Yeah. Now we've got the union involved, making sure the kids show up.
6: Yeah, somewhere along the line, there's a. It always comes back to union and the union heads. Yeah, because if they ever did an audit mm-hmm. on the union heads, you see oh, yeah. where most of the money did. Oh,
2: absolutely. Be. Yeah. All right. Thank you, anyway. Rick. I appreciate it. So I got a note here from, I am right in Evansville. Yes, education neglect law in Wyoming can find parents, but uh, penalty is small. Hmm. Okay, at least it makes the parents aware. I just would like to see, is it working? I don't
8: know. Woke Radio, W-O-K-E, where we're 100% solar powered, giving you sustainable programming and
3: uh, weather says cold, no power, the sun's shining, right? Maybe we can get mom's treadmill hooked up to the grid.
9: Now, Glenn Woods
0: fits in your pocket with the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app. This is AM 1030
2: K2 Radio. 9.22 is the time. It's Wake Up Wyoming, 888-97-WOODS, the phone number. That's 888-97-WOODS. You can talk about what I'm talking about, change the subject, whatever suits your fancy. I'll just kind of roll with the whole thing. I do have a note here. Judy and Casper did make it on her airplane flight. You know, she um, really hates flying. And she says, yes, I made it some scary moments. What, a little bit of turbulence, Jude? Okay, earlier Rose called from Mills, Wyoming and wanted to talk about an effort to get our taxes reduced. But you got to get this sucker some signatures in order to get it into this session of the wyoming house and senate with that here's brent bien who ran for governor last time around might remember morning brent hey morning glenn how you doing a life be good so okay good people need yeah. to get a hold of this ballot initiative and take a look at what your proposal is and then sign it in order for it to be heard in the house and senate am i correct
3: that is uh,
2: that's correct, yes okay, so for those who don't know, how does this ballot initiative or I'm saying ballot initiative, how does this tax initiative work?
3: Well, I tell you right now, uh, just so folks know we're actually uh, we, we've got um, ballot initiatives all across the state right now. We've got roughly about 700 of them out there, and each each ballot initiative booklet contains uh, places for, for uh, 100 signatures, so there's a lot of them out there. And uh, we're doing great uh, with a lot of feedback, a lot of people, uh, you know, signing because they understand that, you know, this this uh, the way residential property tax has been taxed is just completely unsustainable. People are losing their homes the whole, the whole bit. But, you know, tomorrow, yesterday, we actually yesterday we had some great town halls over in uh, uh, Big Piney, Marbleton, and also up in Pinedale. So we're building some momentum in, in Sublette. Uh, but tomorrow we're actually going to be down in uh, Casper. Uh, and we'll be at, uh, it's called Axe to Tax. And um, it's going to be at the Eagles, which is at uh, 306 North Durban. Uh, we'll be down there from 12 to noon. Folks can come in. and We can talk about this, you know, if they have questions. Uh, and then, uh, you know, they can put the John Hadcock down there. And folks can also stop by uh, the Copper Cup Coffee Company, which is at 631 South Ash, anytime tomorrow between 6 a.m. And uh 6 p.m. And to sign, to sign this initiative, folks have to be a registered Wyoming voter. And what that means is that they have to have uh either voted in the last general election in 2022 uh or registered since then um uh with uh with their, their relative clerk, whatever the county clerk is, and uh before they can actually sign. So that's the only requirement here. And of course, if people have moved. You know, if they did vote in the uh, general election uh, in 2022 and have moved, they got to make sure that address is correct. If not, go down, re-register with the clerk, and then come sign.
2: Okay. Now, for those people who are a little new and wondering, what is this whole initiative about here? So it's property taxes, yeah. correct?
3: Well, it's residential property Residential property, tax. property you know, taxes. Property okay. tax that's right. Property tax is comprised of a lot of things. Residential is just a sliver of that. And that's one of the false narratives that's out there, is that somehow this is going to cut 50% of property tax. This is only going to cut 50% of the assessed value of someone's primary residence. Okay, So it's a, it's a lot less cut. Uh, we're finding throughout the state that the state can easily handle this. Uh, and, you know, it may require some some cuts, you know, in, in county governments a little bit, but but not to essential services, not to schools, nothing like that. You know, it's it's one of those things that if the people have to tighten their belt due to all this self-inflicted uh, inflation from the federal government uh, and bad policy even here to protect us against that. Then, you know, so should our government. That's what, the, that's what it's really all about freedom, Glenn.
2: Okay. So, for those people who want to learn a little bit more about the bill, let's say, you know, read up on what you have there before they sign it, is there some place they can go to see it?
3: You bet. On Facebook, they can go to Wyoming Voter Initiatives. Again, that's Facebook, Wyoming Voter Initiatives. On the web, on the internet, they can go to WyomingBallotInitiatives.com. WyomingBallotInitiatives.com. On there, they'll be able to read the bills, uh, or read the bill, I guess. Uh, and then, uh, particularly on Facebook, because that's how so many people communicate, they can figure out where their county, uh, where and who their county captain is. We have a count, uh, captain in each county. The bigger ca- uh, counties, we have co-captains also and uh we have over 500 circulators around the state so we can definitely put somebody in touch with one of those circulators to sign
2: okay you have a deadline i assume to get all the signatures on there
3: uh yeah well we're shooting for uh really for the end of the month uh but you know going into uh to uh february also you know the date set forth by the secretary of state is uh, is the 12th of february uh and that's as per the secretary of state uh, of course that, you know, per statute, we actually have 18 months to do this. Uh, and, uh, so we're, but we're looking real good. We're looking real good. We're shooting for, uh, trying to consolidate, see where we are by the end of this month. And, uh, and, uh, we'll, we'll figure out where we need to go from there.
2: Okay. So let's get people to where some of the locations are. Cause we got the weekend coming up here. That means people can go ahead and pay a visit and sign. Where are you at?
3: You bet. Uh, again, uh, tomorrow on Saturday, uh, we'll be, uh, in an event called Acts to the Tax, and that's going to be at the Eagles, uh, from 10 to noon. The address is 306 North Durban. Uh, and then also, uh, uh, we have, uh, over at the Copper Cup Coffee Company at, uh, 631 South Ash. Folks can sign pretty much all day, anywhere from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And uh, on on uh, we also have other some other sites out there which we'll publish, uh, and of course these things kind of move around depending upon where our circulators are. But those are the primary ones right now, and uh, 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 so that's what we're doing uh, here for tomorrow.
2: All right, thank you. Right, you're going to be so you're going to be in Casper tomorrow morning. What time?
3: Uh, we'll be down there. This thing starts at uh, ten, so it'll be
2: okay. Just remember, yeah. the, the Flyboys we'll always <laughs> have breakfast same time, same place. Just just tossing it out there. <laughs> no.
3: I, I know it. I know it, Glenn. I'm still waiting for your
2: 172, so I can fly it around. Yes, this that's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you, <laughs> Fred. Appreciate right. it. Coming up on 9:30 local news. Coming your way. Update on your weather forecast, and right after your weather forecast, you and I get back into it again. Triple Eight Ninety Seven Woods, the phone number. That's eight 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 ninety seven W O O D S. And of course, you know, vent a little bit before the weekend. Talk about what I'm talking about, or change the subject, whatever. Float your boats. Wake up, Wyoming. Well.
0: So many opinions, we had to build the Wake Up Wyoming mobile app to hold them all. Three download from AM 1030, K2 Radio.
2: Coming up on 948, off we go to the Icebox, Frank Gambino's. Wait Speaking of icebox, so it's been really cold out there, right? Yeah. It's in case you hadn't noticed. Harder than hell in here today. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, it's supposed to get into the 40s this weekend, which oh, is going to seem like a heat wave. It will. Yes, it will, compared to negative. In fact, our friend down the hallway, Drew, asked me this morning, and I'll, I'll ask you, friend, because I have my answer, but which would you rather, negative 20 or positive 20 but really windy? Positive 20 with wind. Okay. I chose negative 20 with no wind. Okay. Yeah. Because to me, I don't like the wind more than I don't well, like no, the Well, no, I don't
8: like it either, but I don't like minus 20. Yeah.
2: Now, if you wanted to say both suck, I get it. True. Yeah. You don't have to have a contest between the two. They both kind of suck. Yeah. But to me, when it gets windy and it cuts through every layer of clothing. Yes. Okay. Now- you know, of course, I have this nice view of the golf course. Right across the road. Yep, oh, it's yep, just beautiful. Yep. And the course goes down and back up a hill. So when it snows a lot, that big bowl below me on the golf course fills up with snow. Mm-hmm. And there go the snowshoers and the cross-country skiers. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a lot of fun to watch people get out there and play in it. Then the wind picks up. Then all the snow ends up in your yard. Yes. Yeah. Or on the road mm-hmm. next to your right. yard. In fact, the other day I came home and I was taking a look at, I thought it was just uh, hysterical. Uh, my neighbor was paying someone to clear the snow on her walkway and driveway. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it and said, I'll wait.
8: Because the wind will do it for you.
2: Yeah, it was windy yesterday. And I thought one of two things is going to happen. Either one... The wind blows all that snow away, and I don't have to worry about it, which has happened. Depends on how the wind's blown. Or I'm going to get more snow, right. so digging out doesn't matter. Because So if you go today, I know you're leaving town shortly after we get them talking here. But if you were to drive up to my house and look at the golf course, it will amaze you. There's almost no snow on it now. For the wind, really? Yeah. Now, the other day, just, just yesterday, it was packed with snow. But then the wind comes in and you can see the grass now it was really fluffy snow though yes but that's very heavy at all yeah now when i first moved to wyoming i lived up in the gillette area and my thought was i'm going to get some cross-country skis because that's kind of prairie area and it snows in wyoming but it never stays there maybe a week yeah it blows on to south dakota and nebraska
8: Yes, and then something else blows yeah, right into, yeah. you know, So if it, you want
2: to be where there is snow and it stays, you got to be somewhere else where the snow actually has some sticking power. Now, where you are, you ever look up the mountain on a windy day and see all the blow, snow being blown high up into I, the air? I
8: have, yes.
2: Yeah, I mean really high up into yeah. the air. And then sometimes you wonder, is it snowing again?
8: But it's blue skies. It's just so windy out there, it made it snow again. Especially when you go through a, a level of clouds. yeah. And then you're on top of the mountain. Yeah. And it's sunny. Yeah. With wind, with blowing snow. And, and i like, why did yeah. I drive up here in the first place?
2: Wyoming is weird.
8: Oh, very much so. All right. Men's college basketball at Division One level. The Wyoming Cowboys at home at 530 tomorrow to meet Nevada in Laramie. The folks are coming off a buzzer beater to be Fresno State their last time out. Well, they're nine and eight overall, two and two in Mountain West play. UW is going to have their hands full with Nevada. They're fifteen and three and two and two in league play after losing to San Diego State their last time out. It's a 5-30 start tomorrow from the Double A. We'll have that for you on K two Radio and Casper and KZGY in Laramie. The Wyoming Cowgirl basketball team at home tomorrow afternoon at two thirty in Laramie to meet Colorado State. Cowgirls are nine and seven and four and one in Mountain West conference play after a road loss to New Mexico back on Wednesday. CSU comes in at twelve and four and three and two in league play, and those Border War games are pretty compelling. As a two thirty tip off tomorrow for the ladies in junior college basketball from last night casper college women they just dropped central wyoming from riverton at the t-bird gym 115 48 we have five players in double figures for the t-birds they upped their record to 15 and 4 casper college men lost to central wyoming 79 77 last night darius robinson led the birds with 18 as they dropped to 11 and 8 both casper college teams will host northwest de paul on saturday afternoon at the t-bird gym the l c basketball teams from cheyenne will be in torrington tomorrow to take on eastern wyoming school basketball. Full slate of games tonight in boys and girls play. First in 4A Cody will play at Kelly Walsh Natrona will be at Thunder Basin. Laramie will go over to Cheyenne Central. In 3A Buffalo will travel to Glenrock and 2A Lusk at Burns and in 1A Hula will be at Midwest. In boys play from yesterday Cheyenne East a big winner over Cheyenne South and KC a big winner over Midwest. On the girls side East beat South handily, and KC Edge Midwest 32 18. Our wildpreps.com athletes of the week have been announced for the girls Thermopolis wrestler Lily Quinn uh, the was this week's winner after winning the 120-pound weight class at the Wind River Wrestling Tournament over the weekend in Pavilion. The boys' winner was Evanston wrestler Brady Roberts, who went 8-0 and in the Thoman Duels in Green River. Nominations for this week's Athlete of the Week start at 5 p.m. tonight and go through Monday morning at 9. Log on to wildpreps.com or use the Preps app to vote. National Football League playoffs, the Buffalo Bills and former Wyoming Cowboy quarterback Josh Allen will host Kansas City in the division around Sunday at 4.30. The Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites in the game, and that should be must-see TV. Also, so on Sunday, Tampa Bay will be at Detroit in the NFC, and the Lions are favored by six and a half. In the AFC on Saturday, Baltimore will host Houston. Baltimore is nine and a half point favorites in that game. Also on Saturday in the NFC, San Francisco will host Green Bay, and San Francisco is favored by nine and a half points. And that's it the sports. And Frank M. Beetle will be on the road. I think the roads are going to be fine. Yes, I think they'll be absolutely fine. That, well, the, the last time you told me that, it yeah. was absolutely the opposite.
2: Oh, okay. So never trust me when it comes to the No, no, no. Road if you're
8: asking me, yeah, like the right. pick sports scores, yes, you and so road conditions, just really? No, okay. no, no. Just that
2: bad? Not even. You close. Know, that's part of the reason why I just stay home when it gets all snowy and icy out there. I just, I've been out in it like you, Frank. Yeah, I mean, you've been caught on the interstate in a whiteout, right?
8: Well, I, I just, it wasn't about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I ran into the, a squall that I didn't even know it was ah, coming. See, you so know why I didn't know it was coming? Yes. Because you said the roads are going to be fine.
2: Fine. Hey, the roads are going to suck this weekend. Good luck, okay. Frank.
8: <laughs> thank you. Okay,
2: no problem. <laughs> coming up on, I'm just trying to help them out. Local business news time. Have yourselves a great weekend. Wake up, Wyoming.